0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Hey, you know what the deal is. Twice a week, I'm sitting down with interesting humans from all walks of life, just trying to gain some perspective. And this week, I have a very interesting human. Before I get to my guests, though, this episode is brought to you by my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. You can go to jombocbd.com today. Day, check out their full line of products. CBD, cannabidol, one of the many endocannab, one of the many cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. It's helping people with digestion and mood regulation and sleep. It's an anti-inflammatory. Just so many benefits uh, come from this one compound uh, in the cannabis plant. You can check out their full line of products. They have. Sprays. Uh, they have a mint spray. They have a cinnamon spray. They're fucking delicious. I love putting the cinnamon spray in my coffee. I actually mix some of that with a little bit of lion's mane mushroom because uh, there's some cognitive benefits from lion's mane. It helps. It's a neur- It actually helps uh, with neurogenesis and helping growing new brain cells. Um, so I like to pair that with the CBD because that also has benefits for your brain as well. There are neuroprotective properties with that as well. So It's just like this brain concoction with my coffee, get a little bit of a stimulant there with the caffeine, and man, it gets me feeling good. So I love doing that. Also, I love their ghee. I like to pour a little bit of ghee in there when I want to add a little bit of fat um so go check them out you can save 20 percent off your entire order just by using the code outside when you check out also they're typically doing buy two get one free i think it's like an all the time thing i'm not sure but go check it out buy two put two in the cart they'll put a third one in there in there for you as a bonus and you'll save 20 percent. man you cannot beat this deal JumboCBD.com. tell them i sent you My guest today is Sean Scott. He is a very interesting dude. So we actually stopped by in his office, which was a surprise to me. But we we made it work. We found a conference room. And uh, he's working at a marketing firm downtown St. Louis uh, on a sales team. And he uh, is a a decorated... uh, Gymnast. I actually sat down with his brother, Derek Scott. He was a contestant on the Rock Titan Games. I I sat down with him whenever I visited California in, I believe, February. And Sean uh, is a fighter. Uh, He trains at an affiliate gym of mine. He trains jiu-jitsu down at North Broadway under Brian Guidry. And it was... uh, It was a good time talking. It was this one's gonna be a little bit shorter. Uh we're a little crunched for time, but uh I enjoyed sitting down with Sean. So without any further ado, Sean Scott, ladies and gentlemen.
1: So just making sure that they're comfortable having the conversation and they've got an adequate knowledge base across industries. Like I'm, we're selling very high level solar systems, uh, IT network infrastructure. We deal in like commercial real estate. I I have a whole recruiting team. Yeah. So we've got people recruiting for realtors, for loan officers. And yeah, like I, I pretty much take people fresh out of college, off the streets, and I've got to put them on the phone and make sure they can have that conversation and slang it.
0: Yeah, damn, dude, so you're running a sales team. Yeah. Hell, dude, that's a, that's a high-stress environment. High-stress environment. But that plays well, right? I mean, you, you look very relaxed while you're here.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, swimming in it. There is an aspect of the swan.
0: Yeah. Nowhere, you know, where it's up mean? top and
1: uh, your feet, feet are paddling underwater. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, I got, I've got them under me. I feel very comfortable with, just the the behaviors that it takes to produce the results yeah and there's always something you can adjust there right? yeah
0: dealing with people is just a part of it yeah yeah you so you like this corporate space i would have never imagined i you never in the corporate.
1: went for corporate yeah but, but
0: i mean it's not like your typical corporate it's a little bit more um well i guess it's like you're more like new age type corporate right like you're
1: yeah, it's a, a little bit of that, and uh, at least I the environment. had some experience going through uh, the startup environment and seeing that with T Rex and Cortex here in St. Louis, and I always looked at that from the outside and uh, appreciated that. Yeah. So seeing this environment and, and maybe we'll go up on my sales floor because it it gets lit and we, we're playing the music and
0: oh yeah um yeah how do you guys contacting people is it mostly through email or calls or what
1: um so we've got email marketing drip campaigns we've got like the search engine optimization the inbound and then oh yeah uh, i run the almighty dial so we've oh, okay. got a lot of things that help <laughs> us on the back end you know we set out these targeted emails we uh, yeah yeah these reports, will generate that, but at the end of the day, I've got yeah hundreds of people in a market, yeah and we're going to say hello. Just
0: getting on those phones, yeah. working those phones. Dude, so you follow Grant Cardone? Are you familiar with of Grant course, Cardone? Of course, of
1: course. Yeah, I have, uh, we do weekly um, projects where we'll set it up and, and talk about just development and how to get better, and his stuff is one of my all-time go-tos you know because we'll we'll set it up and and somebody will have a question about this or it'll be kind of on the fence and yeah and every single time it's for everyone you want i need 10 working need you d- need to be working 10 yeah
0: more. i just know that you know obviously like the the phone space like selling on that's the phone that's really his space I mean, i've been on the phones i was on the phones at express Scripts for a number of oh, years yeah. yeah i was crushing it it's not it's once you get your flow it's really not that hard I mean, just, just having conversations. Grind it right? to find it, yeah. Yeah, man, but it is a fucking, it's a grind. It is a grind, dude. I would have never pictured you here considering, like, uh, like your experience
1: with, like, gymnastics and, and like, all of your athletic. Like well, and with that, I wound up being a big fish in a small pond. There's a cap with that. Yeah. Um, like I said, it came for growth opportunities. Yeah. So it's something that's. Yeah. been readily evident. I can dig it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, specifically with the personality, disposition, everything, we can get into economics. I'm not necessarily money-motivated. Like, with fights, I don't need the money. Yeah, It's nice, but I don't need it. Yeah, you just um, like So, to they, fight. they were trying to scrub me out a little bit. Who like, was? Like, you sure this is what you want to, like, do, do? You for? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm good. I'm going to bring the energy.
0: Yeah, so, I can dig it. I, I mean, you got a good personality it, right? for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so I sat down with your brother right and we had we had a pretty good conversation and I didn't realize just how, um, like, decorated of, like, a gymnast he was. Of and course. Before we were talking, though, he was, like, he was saying whenever he was, maybe he said it on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure it was before we started talking. He would say, like, he had your voice in his head, like, when he was on Titan oh, Games. You're talking about,
1: that's one specific thing.
0: But I'm sure, like, but if he said it in that instance, I'm sure, like, there's, like, a whole fucking story behind that. <laughs> that means that, like, that's your role kind of, like, in the, like the life of your people, right? So that yeah. tells me something about your personality. Yeah. Why, I'm a, why did you tell me that? <laughs>
1: I'm, the, I'm the cheerleader, I guess. They, they paid for my college. I did some of that. And then I'm very much the eternal optimist, the person who tries to look at the yeah. bright side, the silver lining, the moving forward. Yeah. And uh, and see the growth opportunity in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. You know, seldom do we learn from our successes. So it's like run towards failure, run towards failure, run towards failure. Yeah. And then that specific anecdote that was, uh, if I remember correctly, I think the David Deaver fight in uh, Kansas City, and it was, it was there, but it just wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, and the, the saying is, you know, we'll rest tomorrow. Like, get it done.
0: Yeah. I um, cut the shit. Get it done. Like,
1: the. the and I don't. I know we're talking about Grant Cardone, but I'm trying to think who it is, and I know it wasn't him. But that five seconds of insane courage, that this where you push yourself now. Yeah,
0: like all you need is just that a little bit. Exactly. To, to and get so over it.
1: Put it there, and then specifically with that that lunar impact thing that was so cool, seeing the rock go. Derek Scott is a beast, <laughs> and he's on the edge. And you see, you know, <laughs> that, that's that week that Zion's shoe blew up, and Nike was catching flack. Yeah. And then there's that Nike logo right there as Derek's foot's an inch and inch and a half off the back end of it yeah same thing yeah get it done yeah you know no going home without leaving it all on the table
0: yeah I can dig it I can dig I mean that's the way to do it though right I mean you have to get it done so you've always been kind of real intense like in your in your competition right growing up were you like that like as brothers Just in general, like whether competing against each other with like, you know, fucking around as brothers or just whenever like you, because you've been competing in gymnastics since you're a little kid, right? So
1: I happen to be the most contented individual that I know. And at times, like I've identified that as a detriment to what I want to do with my life and where I want to go. But I've become, as a result of that, a very goal-oriented, driven individual in those aspects so that I can find that little bit of personal growth, a little bit of uh, whatever, you know. So I'm going to be happy regardless. But that being said, coming from the culture that I did growing up in the, in the boiler room that I grew up in. Yeah. It's very competitive. Just because, yeah, man. you know, like Steve Prefontaine says, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. So it's always I can and so I will. Yeah, I will, love. dude.
0: It's absolutely. I live by that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, so many people want to... Uh, they always sell themselves short, like uh, they always put limitations on themselves, and they say I might I try.
1: Yeah, it, try is an excuse get to Get that fail. shit out
0: of here, yeah. man. Like, you can hear it as soon as they start talking, like they've already, I, you know, it's funny. I was scrolling today, and I saw somebody, um, I think they're about to fight, and they're like, win, lose, or draw. Well, anytime I see, hear anybody say win, lose, or draw, I just automatically assume you've already decided you're going to lose. Devalued yourself. I hate, I hate that when people yeah. say that shit. Yeah. I'm not about it.
1: No, I can appreciate it because <laughs> why? Yeah, dude. Why? Why put yourself in a situation where you're not?
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, I just believe that, you know, the mind is our ultimate strength, right? It can, it, on the flip side, it can, it can be your, your greatest like, weakness if you let it because we all have that voice where it'll tell you, dude, like you're tired. You're about to die. like You need to stop. That's that's a fucking lie though, right? Like yeah. you can keep pushing past that, yeah. And just fucking, like I say, impose your will, dude. My body just is. Just say slave. I will. My
1: mind is the master. Yeah, S- dude. Scientifically, we don't even need to know why we sleep, right? So I grind it to find it. <laughs> like, uh, up, up late, up, up early. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, you know?
0: man, I don't know about that. I mean, I like to wake up early, but I like to get my sleep. How much sleep do you get? As little as possible. Really? I've You're not worried about that shit. It's just like catching up with you and. Some people don't need a lot of sleep. It's a very small percentage of the population that don't need a ton of sleep. But, um, I mean.
1: And uh, I don't that's, know. That's I'm like a, the foundation a of health. I'm a sleeper, though. I lay down. I'm out. I yeah. sleep very restored. How many hours do you I think you get? I wake up good. Contingently, maybe, on average, six. Six? six plus. But, uh, six hours. But I would say that's it good. grinds back into that. Yeah. Um, and then again if i 'm inspired if i 'm doing something if i 'm motivated if i 've got something that's really driving me yeah i 'm up and at' them. like we we're uh, we're finished renovating a duplex we're prospecting another property right now, yeah, but going through that, renovating our flat before the duplex i'm you know i'm doing this here and then i'm up till one or two you know oh, if, do, no, if applicable understand. yeah, doing that and then
0: yeah we're remodeling we're the house up right and now. and at them as well yeah. and it's it's a grind dude, like just knocking out walls and we completely refinished the basement, so like building the frame and yeah. like, fuck, dude, I got somebody coming to hang the drywall and yeah. like I put in the floors myself and just all this. all This, this is a lot of work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fulfilling. Oh, absolutely. It's fulfilling. The yeah, more so you're you very, give out,
1: the more you put back in. Yeah,
0: so you're very task-oriented.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah like, a, like if goals, it, like you set up a goal yeah. and you knock that shit out. And to use the analogy, you know, I'm, I'm a big elephant with a small rider, so I've got to, you know, make sure that I'm structured in that because... I'm going to put forth the effort regardless. It's yeah. just how I, or th- the things that I do. Yeah. And then I'm going to go about it. You know, the way in which I do the things that I do is pretty consistent.
0: Yeah. I'm up there. So kind of same intensity, just where do you direct it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I
1: keep it on 11. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can dig it, man. I can yeah. dig the intensity. Um, so what you, okay. So we kind of talked about Grant Cardone a little bit, right? Yeah. But are you, are you, do you where do you go to for um, like your development? Like, do you have any mentors? Do you are you like an avid? Do you read? An are you a pod reader? Like, what um, what are some books I'm that a, you that you like?
1: I've gone through. We do a book club here that I help oh, put nice. together and I can dig like it. go through. Yeah, but, um, I'm for the classics, like Dale Carnegie, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you how know, to win friends. How, and how empathic are you? How empathetic are you? And then I got the opportunity to go walk over some coals with Tony Robbins. That was a a really neat experience. Yeah, it was a really neat experience. Tell me about
0: that, dude. Where was that at?
1: Oh, it was amazing. We went out to, and, and Derek was there as well. Okay. Um... He didn't walk the coals. He, had, he, he didn't do he, it? He gets, he's, <laughs> he gets his sleep, and we wound up doing it at 3 a.m. Oh, uh-huh. I was a little so delirious at that
0: time. <laughs>
1: you know, you weed them out if you're not wanting to step over the coals, if you're not committed to this, if you're not committed to that, if you're not doing these psychological exercises. Yeah. And Derek had a fight coming up, so he was just, hey, I'm going to get in my training every single day. Yeah. I'm going to manage my schedule and maintain that. He maintained that, that structure. But I, there was absolutely nothing stopping me from walking over those coals and ripping a backflip after i did oh yeah uh, oh yeah but it it was really neat because he goes through all these psychological exercises and my my fun anecdote from that is the music he's got playing in the background because it's it's very driven with music you're yeah. trying to get people in this state of mind trying so to reach that like primal state tap into this resourceful state that's one of these huge things like where yeah. are you what is what does depression look like what is oh look yeah like? you're you really hunched over it's Let's like open this. up the body all the, exactly. the language
0: well I mean yeah the, there, there's definitely science to that right like mm-hmm. you know the physical way we hold ourselves, it doesn't like affect our yeah. mind and how we perceive the world
1: so he's going through this thing he's like squeeze your hand squeeze your fist feel the power feel your resources yeah. feel your capabilities yeah. feel your potential. He's saying he wants us to say cool mas, yeah. Cool mas, yeah. <laughs> and I, was, I was listening to it. And he's kind of breaking it down, and he's very Tony and he's got the cadence. But the music in the background is the scene from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Where they're going back through it, and Samwise Gamgee is just coming out as the protagonist, of, as the real true hero. Yeah. And he, he's giving the eloquent soliloquy and saying, there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> and it's worth fighting for. And so as this music's gone, I was like, yeah. Dude, you're getting I don't, pumped, ca- I don't care F- if I burn my feet off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying when I go across this. Yeah, There's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo.
0: Yeah. And it's worth fighting for. Yeah. I and bet that's an intoxicating experience. That was
1: very cool. There was this dude literally from Africa. And as we're waiting in line, because it's a line. There are thousands of people there. Oh, yeah. Um, You're going to go through the coals. I I got to have some really fresh, hot coals before I went. And this guy, like, caught me in this, like, clap-off. I was like, oh, I'm ready, baby. Yeah. But there was this guy walking through the line who had a big djembe. And he was just going for it and, like, really getting into it. Because Tony Robbins is going... Coolmas, yeah, the cool. And then this other guy is like, "No, this is the flavor. Coolmas, yeah, that's the coolmas, yeah." Oh yeah. I was like, "All right, had you hit me with that right away, I might have, I might have went with it." But I was already. uh, You're already on the other. I was sunk on Samwise Gamgee. (laughs) Uh, I could. Did you burn your feet? I got a coal stuck in between my toes, and I. uh, I flipped it out after I got done with my backflip, but <laughs> so your toe is fucking wrecked. Nah, not wrecked. Oh, how a bad?
0: How bad? Like second not degree bad burns? Are you? Nothing not bad at all. Oh. I, little,
1: I mean, nothing to nothing <laughs> to write home about. I mean, I got hit by a car. I'm sure it didn't hurt. Nah, you didn't.
0: No way. You let's, didn't feel We anything. both get
1: punched in the frigging head. Let's be honest.
0: I know, man. I get it. I know that state. <laughs> you get that. You get in that flow state, bro. Yeah. It's about that flow. I used to think it was about like adrenaline but then i quickly realized it's not adrenaline that's not the thing it's flow like i mm-hmm. want to be in that state where everything just fucking clicks yeah. and you're not thinking you're just doing it's a high intensity situation the stakes are high and, but yeah. you're fucking ready dude that
1: japanese state of satori that's why i longboard you know okay. if you're, say if you're surfing or if you're longboarding and you think about your bills guess what you're gonna eat eat oh, it
0: oh bad eat it it's like hitting concrete, I right hear.
1: Oh yeah, especially if you're on concrete. <laughs> <Right>. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but then it all—it all is about where you're at in your mind, what you're doing. Like that's a real story. I got hit by a car on my longboard. Who just buzzed through oh, a. Oh, you're stop talking sign. about like
0: longboarding, skateboarding. Yeah. Oh, okay, there well, you We said surfing. The, and I just went with it's it. It's just the analogy. I got you.
1: You know, and then more people tie that to it. No, there's I get a, you now. There's a psychological culture with I'm s- surfing. I'm caught <so. laughs> No, I 100%. Um,
0: I was just lost for a second. So you're out here, you're longboarding, and somebody fucking hit you?
1: Smashed. Smashed. What? Just How long was this? ground straight through the stop sign and accelerated right to me. I'm pretty good. Like, I'm a master on that longboard. I'm stopping. I'm starting. I, w- I was watching, and then they weren't. Checking the phone. Yeah accelerated straight through me in this big SUV your boy went flying one of my directors is behind me like are you all right but I had I had shit to do you know so I had I had a day to go and then that was the the day I was leaving for Ninja Warrior so I I got up I took a selfie with the young lady and I, I had how got fast was she going like she probably got up in the space that she was went because it was like a bump stop, if that, yeah, and just accelerated straight through me. I would imagine probably a good twenty miles per hour in this Damn, SUV. Damn, dude, It didn't fuck Clip you up like. me hard. And I then you went. To I landed like Thor. My. Fucking, you didn't break you know, any like bones though or anything. Catch the wrist, no.
0: Oh shit, dude. Pretty fortunate.
1: Yeah, very fortunate.
0: And then you went and tried out for the Ultimate Warrior or went and Ultim- did it. American. In- we well, didn't try out. You did American yeah. Ninja Warrior and after that. And I'll tell that. you what,
1: that was one of the rubs. <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> like, I, I twisted my ankle probably the worst it's ever been twisted in my life jumping out I did I went and did some ninja I'm training at one of the facilities that I'm affiliated with and then after we're done training did all that stuff I'm like all right let's play some basketball just because I'm trying to have some fun I'm trying to keep my state going and uh, maybe get a little cardio in the back end Uh, and so we're stretching this game out and it's like we've won but it's like all right okay now it's game point now it's game point so the last one I'm running, jumping, dishing it two to two to my partner so he, he can go get the, the layup. I'm going to have to throw it. There's this post there, like, around the post this way. No, around that post that way. And I'm in midair, and I post. Like, I'm about to land. I, yeah. made, I made the toss back inbounds. Yeah. And they have these little half moons that are upside down. So it's purposefully made to be as unstable as possible. And I planted right on that. My foot went out. So I had that. And then legitimately, it was a thing. Like, I I got tossed airborne by that car, and my wrist was all botched up. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one apparatus that I took for most granted there is a ring structure. And so I I make it to that obstacle when we're actually taping. And one of the women that I I know who came up, she says, oh, man, you got to go to this right thing. I was aiming for the the wrong thing, the, the left thing. Because there's like these two little things you got to swing to. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'll take your good advice. Yeah. But so she was just talking about the right side of this thing. Uh-huh. It has two candy canes that are off, and you can go to the right side or the left side of that thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the right side of this thing. I got this gnarly spin and whatnot, and I was like, all right, well, now I'm a, I was a full wing span away from this other ring. Uh-huh. So by the time I get my swing down, I grab it, I'm backwards on this thing. Uh-huh. But I was thinking about the next obstacle. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah, not, not watching my feet. I'm facing well. backwards. I'm thinking, all right, if I'm going to make a run for time, I need to get going. So I go full send, kip it off backwards, facing backwards, and you know, it's always the unknown, unknown, right? Every like Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? As opposed to a pole or like a rope that would have. Like definitive trajectories, either a, a nice radius swing or something where you're going to drop and then pull out. It's a pull on like a chain. Mm. So I was facing backwards and you don't see when it goes taut because there's a, there's a change in the radius, like uh, Bruce Lee's punches, right? The shortened radius effect. And so it went taut when I wasn't psychologically prepared for it. You know, and it's a matter of milliseconds, fractions of seconds or whatever. But I, I hit that water and I was so incredibly frustrated with myself yeah came out got a towel didn't want a towel um but (laughs) just
0: frustrated seldom
1: do we learn from our successes i get to build on it and uh yeah get the opportunity to do it again yeah made some great contacts and had an amazing time we came back uh, and did the indy 500 on the way back from cincinnati that's cool did the snake pit Uh, that's dope Yep.
0: Yeah. What's the, what's the interview process like for a show like that? I mean, you've tried out before, right? Like several ex- times prior. It's
1: extensive. you got to send in a video yeah, you know, go every through all year that. hit that. They scrub you. They try and figure out who's got the best story, those kind of things. Yeah, TV definitely makes um, a I've, – I've met – so that next week I was a clinician at uh, a gymnastics camp. And if anybody's listening, uh, Taryn Humphreys uh, is a, a decorated Olympian. And she got to do uh, American Ninja Warrior on one of their first seasons. And she had kind of a, you know, not the greatest experience either, where it's like, let me run it again, and I got it. Let me play it back. At the time, I was like, you know, Derek was there. Zeke, my little brother, was there. I was like, Zeke, right now, could crush this. And it was at 3 a.m. Zeke could like, everybody who came out with me closed the bar across the street from it down. But I was like, Zeke will do this right now. He'll at least get to the salmon ladder. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just... If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, um, but you move forward.
0: I mean, that's how you learn. Learn by doing. At least I learned that. I learned yeah. best that way. I learned by doing, of for course. the most part. Like, I can see somebody like somebody do it, but until I actually put my hands on it, like that, that really ingrains in my brain.
1: It's like jujitsu, right? Oh, you need to feel it one time really quick.
0: Yeah, for real, dude. For when real, get those. Yeah, lay down I'll, those mylands. I only
1: got to go train when Derek was with Safe down in Texas one time. Yeah, that guy. I think every technique he demonstrated, at least once, to where someone felt it, <laughs> and you know it. That guy, oh, was, dude, yeah. that guy was whacking everybody on the back of the heels, doing duck walks and stuff oh, like shit. that. It was that's intense. 100% culture driven. Yeah, you know, cause some places are like, like that. That anecdote, we had a we split it into two teams, and it was a, a duck walk race. Like really, yeah. first team with everybody back yeah. is good. The team that doesn't do it has like burpees. And then as they're do, doing burpees, he's whopping people with this big stick. I was like, I was talking to one of the guys on my team, I, and we won every time. Yeah. I was like, that's not going to make them better in this moment. Yeah. But he didn't care about that moment, right? You're grinding for it on, in the cage. And yeah. And that's, that's the mentality. So, yeah. you know, that's where he was focused as opposed to, you know, improving their performance on that next one. Yeah. Just to grind it into them.
0: Hmm. So there, like, are there any books that you, like, really, like, recommend to your sales team to, to read?
1: literally like dozens i keep a library um there is a book called the one thing that just in this culture okay i'm digging it i'm reading that right now are you yeah okay, you like so that? literally every person in this company reads the one thing ah, okay and then uh, right now as a director team we're going through um why motivating people doesn't work and okay. what it does yeah um for our, our book club i told you i um, we're going yeah. through we're doing back to human yeah okay. and there are a lot i mean there's so many yeah. I, well, I read for personal a ton so i'm always trying to get recommendations yeah. yeah so i uh i always try and have just personally a couple things brewing yeah and then with that like you, you do know, audible, we, like we we audible trade books yeah of course I've, I've got the the subscription and yeah um you know that half hour on the way into work and back is either time to turn your brain off or time to turn your brain on.
0: yeah i can dig it i can dig it so what's your uh with with this work schedule right like yeah. you, i mean you're still training it, it appears like yeah. what, what's your like what's a day look like for you as far as training or like when are you lifting four days so a week or how many days a week are you lifting are you like what are you doing um,
1: um i will lift three or four days a week depending um You know whether that's body weight calisthenics, whether I'm 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 doing time under tension exercises in the gym. Um, I like to try and get some central nervous system loading in. Yeah, um, as far as you know, it's just fun to move big weights. Yeah, Um, but then on top of that, uh, we rescued a, a Belgian Malinois. Which is a very cool dog, so that thing—it's like a German Shepherd. Okay. We were pitched it as a—it's a rescue. We so it, it's a big dog. Uh, smaller than a typical German Shepherd. Okay. We were pitched it as like an off-bred German Shepherd Husky kind of mix. Okay, but it's definitely all of the indicators of being a Belgian Malinois, okay. which I didn't know what it was. Yeah, but I'd never heard of it. It's a, another breed used for police training. She's an incredibly smart dog. Yeah. And then while I was still under the impression that she was part husky, I trained her up on the harness and the longboard. So when I have time to... Be leisurely. Yeah, you know, we go up to the science center on the longboard. She longboard with and it's you? a lot of fun. That's she dope. doesn't ride the longboard, but she tries to pull when she can. You know. Okay. And I'll, I'll try and pull her, and I then, uh, you know, I'll at least uh, get her for runs, and you know. Yeah, it needs beat, a lot of activity. the dog home. <laughs> uh, she's she's just fun to rile around with. Yeah. But I'll do that. I'll try and get in with as many different training partners as possible. And, kind of mix it up i made derek wrestle out in my backyard like (laughs) two or three days ago i was like all right we're about to get this that's funny 45 minutes i made him wear a gi top he wasn't into that in the sun that's
0: hilarious um is he so how long is he in town for
1: uh it's very contingent he's got a pilot that might get picked up right now so he's gonna be he's got a few things that are floating
0: i can dig it um yeah yeah because he lives in california right
1: yeah, he's back and forth right now uh, he's got okay. some opportunities uh, yeah. contingent and then he is up. uh you know it, it's it's variable.
0: So you had his ass outside on the on the mats?
1: Oh in the <laughs> in the <gi>, ghee, <laughs> on like a like a you know, like an outdoor rug that I laid out in the yeah. by the garden. That's it was funny. nice. Like as yeah, as far as a Mortal Kombat cool. Yeah. Uh, Environment, I love that. Well, Me you can train that,
0: anywhere, dude. The world's the fucking everywhere.
1: playground. Everywhere, like lit- legitimately speaking of that, uh myself and Trayvon um, for like uh, a bit there, it was just all right. I'm gonna pick you up. We're gonna go somewhere, and we'd go like, oh, it's it's raining down in the in the you know playground in the city, and we're we're going ham. Yeah. You know, late late at night, and it. Is what it is. Get in where you fit in. Yeah, man. Um, so, uh, again, with that, I try not to be too strictly regimented there. You know, not so much what I do, but the way in which I go about doing the things I do. Yeah. You know, you so try I, to get I in really everywhere. like to jump in.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, what's your training like leading up because you have a fight coming up, of right? Course. I mean, how do you structure all of that? Of course.
1: Um, so, it's just as much as possible. I'll try and ramp it up to where I'm getting at least. Um, there's no zero days and then beyond that depending on how it's structured you know obviously you do your technique obviously you do your conditioning and i make sure that that i get that in um and i make sure that i get in some different looks so i typically have like okay i'm gonna check these boxes and i I need to accomplish these things before this fight a lot of times especially you know if i'm walking heavy and i'm fighting at 170 which isn't really happening these days But uh, that'll be a lot of it. Will be contingent to around weight, yeah, because that's so scientifically regimented. What are you
0: walking around at right now?
1: Uh, I'm 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 north here, and and right now we might meet at 205 for this fight. Okay. So like, and if I fought at 205 on the regular, yeah, I'd be doing the buffet much more frequently. Well, you feel good, right? I feel great. Why wouldn't I feel great? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like when Um, you when you fight heavier, you'll feel better, right? Because you're not. I still feel
1: pretty good at 170, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, then why aren't you cutting the weight? (laughs) Because it's too much fucking
1: weight. Not for me.
0: How much are you weighing right now?
1: Uh, in the two bills. I'm okay. solid in the two bills. That's cool. Um, and it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I feel as long as I've got like a little bit of time. Yeah. I can calorie restrict from like two thirty down. Yeah. I cut I cut from two seventy five to one seventy in high school for yeah. wrestling. That one not I would though. not recommend. Dude, I used to fight the rest at one seventy. It yeah. It's
0: not fun, bro. I used to cut from ninety five to two hundred. It's not fun. <laughs> I mean I headed down to the science where like you're right, you don't feel like total yeah. shit, right? But let's just say they had like a seventy five like weight class, well, that, that five w- minutes. That five pounds, know, five pounds, make it, it does it make really a difference. It make really does a big does. difference, dude. Like it's not fun to make it. It doesn't mean you can't make it and feel well, but you can feel a whole lot better with a little bit more meat in your like on your bones, a yeah. little bit more food in your stomach.
1: Well, and for me I'm pretty Dr. Manhattan on that. Like yeah. I was a vegan for three years and you have the pangs of, Oh, I'm not strong today because I didn't eat meat or whatever and a lot of that is psychological. Like when I fast, I'll fast once a year or so and it's just I'm just abs- absolutely eating zero, you know? Just oh, yeah. lemon juice, cayenne basis. paper. And and you very much distinguish in those instances, yeah. All right, this is my psychological like appetite here. Yeah. As opposed to my physiological hunger that I'm I'm getting this this instance from.
0: Right. And and meat, I don't take that so literally, right? I mean, there are definitely plenty. Like, I personally eat meat, but you don't absolutely need meat. I don't even eat meat every day. But with that being said, nutrition-wise, right? Like, you don't want to be void of any nutrition. It's just
1: complete right? proteins. right? You like, can, if like, we're talking specifically about the, you know, the... Just to get your nutrition, right? Like, you stuff, feel better when you have more it's food. It's just complete proteins. And then, oh, yeah, from a caloric standpoint, it's it's calories in versus calories out. And then... Um again, like if I were fighting at 205, which I, I wouldn't because these guys are 6'5". Yeah, we fight you fight know, at 85. So it's, it's reached. Yeah, it's a fight is a fight. right? Yeah. Um, but I could put on more muscle mass without right. having to deplete that. So right now I have to look at it as, okay, what's my lean muscle mass? What can I actually cut to? Where can I water manipulate? Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of that back-end science that goes into that. Yeah. You know, whereas if it's going to wind up being catch weight 180, 185, 205, it's like catch me in the gym, (laughs) you know, because I'm going to eat some buffets and I'm going to load my central nervous system more adequately.
0: Yeah. So what are you eating like nowadays?
1: Like on, on. The daily, I, I try and meal prep Sunday, go meal prep Sunday. I've got a very lovely young lady girlfriend, Miss Bianca, helps me out with that. Yeah. Um, she, she helps me pack my lunches and make sure I'm, I'm well taken care of. And then, you know, I've got a garden, so I eat a salad from the garden every day. And uh, just literally as, as much as is convenient and, and possible at times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: Hmm. Do you, um, fuck, what do you know about your guy you're fighting? Or do you, do they have an opponent for you? I'm
1: going to wind up fighting Dwayne. Okay.
0: You are going to fight Diggs?
1: Yeah. Um, and I mean, as far as that matchup, we've seen each other from uh, across the way and we've been in the same gym together. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been acquaintances for a long time here. Where does he train at now? I, you know? River City.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't think it's been a little bit since I've seen him fight. Yeah. What's his record?
1: something it's Dwayne, um, <laughs> you know like it is what it is you it, care it's who kind you fight. of one of those we went up into it yeah um, you know it, it makes a lot of sense sometimes it's like you know you don't know all right well eventually this one's gonna happen eventually that one's gonna happen yeah and sometimes they're in the cards sometimes it just never happens yeah you know
0: but um i never really cared who i fought no, for the most part why i'm, they I'm just focusing s- on me well yeah and they would just send me opponents so i'm like yeah yeah I'll do it
1: and then I'll I don't do it. think
0: I ever said no to anybody next guy
1: or this or that for me and I I, everything has its pros and cons right? but I'll go through and I do like, because I, I do try and get different looks I, I will try and if I have access to a training partner who's going to be able to push me or I'm going to be able to provide value in I'll do that so unfortunately I do have individuals who are going to be in the weight class in the running that I've met as acquaintances so sometimes oh, yeah. it's more so that it's just like all right so like west powers i cornered in his first pro fight and then they've got us us fight headlining at lumiere here and we're eating in the buffet after weigh-ins together yeah you know, it happens it's nothing personal yeah. it's just business that's the way it is yeah that's the way it is i mean we spar hard in, in the gym
0: like, yeah
1: like, you just turn it up to 11, and somebody's coming home with a paycheck. <laughs> Winner buys the drink.
0: Yeah. I kind of got to the point to where I didn't really want to fight anybody from St. Louis, though, because I had trained with so many people. That's
1: what I'm saying. It was it's like, hard. why are we
0: why are we fighting each other? when The real goal is to make Let's it out Saint of St. Louis. Louis, right? And fight Louis. everybody else, right?
1: I'm 100% on that page. And then anecdotally, I actually just referenced this earlier, because it's... It's kind of an interesting thing, right? I'm a, I'm a pacifist, theoretically. Violence is not a valid form of conflict resolution. Yeah. So people will ask, well, then why do you fight? It's because I like fighting. <laughs> I like pu- pushing myself. <laughs> but as a it child, a I form of competition. Uh, in, in Little League Wrestling, I quit Little League Wrestling because in the state competition, I was bracketed up, and it wound up being I was going to have to wrestle one of my friends. Oh, yeah? I said, I'm done with this. You I didn't want to do it yeah you know and it's it's hard to be eloquent in stating that as a young child but
0: <laughs> you're just like i don't want I I, do to uh, i'm
1: not going to do it and I, that's why i like like you know it, if we're talking jujitsu or something like that if you're bracketed up against someone who's from your same gym what do you do you go out there you bow life is good yeah um it is what it is
0: yeah or you could compete <laughs> yeah and hey <laughs> like in jujitsu uh, no one's really going to get hurt that bad yeah, yeah. but fighting uh, some people don't like to fight their friends. I've, I um, I remember one time as an amateur, I had a buddy I went to high school with, and he, uh, somebody offered me a fight to fight him. I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." I think he was surprised that I said yes, just yeah. because I was like, "Fuck, dude, we fought it. We fought in school before when we were like younger," so <laughs> and he turned out to be a pretty good friend. Well, he, I mean, at that time he was, yeah, and uh, yeah, dude, it's just all business. Yeah. but i mean you get over it's it it's weird though you get over and it'll, it, it kind
1: of comes around and yeah maybe there's that little bit of sticker shock but yeah yeah all right put it on the books yeah
0: well yeah. dude let's wrap this up um it's been it's been a good chat yeah. um i appreciate it shit dude let uh let the people know how like they can check you out or get a hold of you on social or anything like
1: that yeah check me out on social media sean scott um i've got a a An athlete page. Yeah, uh, or do you have any sponsors coming up for your Um,
0: fight that you want to shout out or just anything you want to plug, dude. This is your time.
1: All right. Uh, How about this? We're sitting in my place of business. If anybody wants to come and uh, enter into sales and marketing, um, send me your resume. Open it up. Uh, Where they send that to? That's a fun one. S uh, Scott S S C O T T at abstract a b s t r a k t m g dot com.
0: <laughs> there you go, dude. Oh,
1: we're growing. Always be growing. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, brother. Hey, man. Well, uh, I'll catch you later, and everybody, I'll check you next time. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you uh, to Jumbo Superfoods. Thank you to Convergence Media Group for producing the video for this episode. Uh, Go over to YouTube and check that out. We are improving the quality of this show, ladies and gentlemen. We've partnered with Convergence Media Group, and uh, we're going to take this thing to the next level. Um, Also, check out ImposedWill.com. This episode and every episode is brought to you by ImposedWill.com. Go impose your will in life. Go check out our full line of apparel. Get on our mailing list and stay up to date with everything that's going and uh, we'll see you next time guys I love ya